You know what, Sam? What? Bye-bye, Boston. That's right. Bye-bye. Coming to you from the heart of Kane's country, this is the Kaniac Report. Your number one source for everything Carolina Hurricanes. Hot takes, predictions, game analysis, and NHL news. And now your hosts, Sam Wallace and Sam Driscoll. All right, we're back with another episode of the Kaniac Report. We've hoped you have had a good few days. And right now we are recording the majority of this episode before the New Jersey game, uh, as it kind of helps us out, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, but, uh, obviously when it comes to recapping the New Jersey game, you'll get our rea- reactions right after. Uh, so first things first, we always like to do podcast news, then NHL news, then get into hurricanes news and then the games. So a couple of, I'll say a few podcast news. Uh, one, uh, we have a great promo with SeatGeek. It's a great opportunity uh, to get tickets uh, for your first-time purchase, just use the um, code Kaniac Reports, all one word. You get twenty percent off of your first purchase at SeatGeek. It is a very good deal. I'd use it if I were you. Uh, the next piece of news is that we recently, well, tonight's the night, the New Jersey game, for the giveaway. And Sam, we have a winner. It's Diane. And congratulations. Diana. What? Diana. Oh, Diana. No, you sorry. Missed <laughs> I missed an A. I'm sorry about that. But Diana, congratulations. Uh, we hope Hurricanes can win against New Jersey. I think they can. I think if they can win against Boston, they should win against New Jersey. Again, I say should because and I don't like is out for the could. Devils game, too, officially. Oh, gosh. Officially no Svetch, so he, he I I hope he comes back for the Arizona game Saturday. Well, I hope. Even then though, at least even if he doesn't, Sam, at least next week is the all star break. So I, that might be what they do, and I understand that. Like I don't think a Chekhov plays before the all star break. No, I don't either. And I wouldn't want him to. Yeah, it's it's one game, and then you have a week off of the All Star break. Actually, I think a little bit more than a week off, but I think that break is going to be good for probably uh, the players, especially the ones that are a little bit banged up, like Svetch, like Kachekov. Apparently, Kachekov is close to returning, so that's good. Um, yes, that is very good. And the next piece of podcast news, Sam, is. Uh, starting on this episode, and if you listen to our episodes on our website, you might have already noticed this already for a couple of days, is we have a link. Um, it will be right in the episode description for donations. It's a PayPal link. If it doesn't work, uh, please let us know. And, the, I mean, these donations is to help for the podcast. And as we try to deliver the best content um, as we can in these episodes. So I'm just going to say this about donations. I don't want you to give if you uh, suddenly feel obligated to. I want you to give because you want to, basically. Because you believe in this podcast. Uh, That's the only thing I'm going to say. 
I, the link again to the donations is going to be down in the episode description. Uh, so that is all for podcast news. Um, Sam, now we're getting to some NHL news. Uh, obvious. Uh, the first thing that we're we're going to just briefly mention this, Sam. Yeah, I'll if make. You want I'll to make talk my, about it. We'll make. We'll make this an official. The Kaniac Report's official statement on Hockey Canada is simple as this: It is an ongoing investigation, and we are not going to comment on the innocence or guilt or the validity of any party in this case. Justice, the Justice Department, and justice will be served accordingly. There is no official comments on any players. So one thing I will say is stop attacking players when there's no evidence of that yet. It's just coincidences at the moment. Um, Again, we don't believe in attacking the victims or the accused until justice has been served. Then we'll have further comments to give on the matter. Until then, our official statement is simple. We do not comment on ongoing investigations and an ongoing um, judicial matter in Hockey Canada. Yes. Um, and the that's all we're going to say. Uh, but the next piece of NHL news, uh, Sam, looks like there is a goaltender coming off of the market as Peter Mrazek yeah. is extended on a two-year deal, $4.25 million contract. So he is not going to be traded. Chicago, I honestly, with all these two-year extensions it's obvious that they have a plan on the rebuilding process. Yeah. If they weren't rebuilding, I think they'd be giving out probably longer term contracts, four or five years, but two years, I think you can tell is a team that's trying to go through rebuild while trying to retain that veteran presence yeah. that every team needs. Yeah. And Razik's a good one for them. So they'll probably draft a goalie. My guess is in this next draft, <laughs> try and get a younger guy in there. Yes, definitely. Uh, Chicago, they're in full rebuild mode. A couple of questions I have, obviously, in the rebuild mode. Obviously, the Kirby Doc trade to Montreal, to me, didn't make sense. But uh, Neither did trading to Brinkett, in my opinion, but I don't think he wanted and to they, stay. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if he wanted to stay there, so I think that may have had something to do with it. Well, that was really early on in his career. Um, but, yeah. Uh, Sam, the next piece of NHL news here, uh, to me, I thought this was a little bit exciting. Apparently, Salt Lake City has formally requested the NHL to initiate the expansion process. So they really want an NHL team. I think that is good for the league because you're having another huge revenue of getting in money. Hopefully... That means usually it raises the cap, which means it gives more teams to spend some money. Uh, so I think that is good for the league, Sam. And having another team, I think that's going to be interesting how um, the uh, divisions are going to be worked th- worked out with another team. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Be fun to see what happens. I like expansion teams, um, so that'll be cool. Which one is your favorite, Seattle or Vegas? Well, I mean, Seattle, John Seattle. Forslund. John Forslund. Yeah, true, true. There's John a lot Forslund. of her, former Hurricane connection to Seattle. And I don't like management. Ron Francis, John Forslund. Um, well, I, I think there care. might have been a p- Hurricanes player. I, I don't care about Ron Francis, but uh, I don't like man. I don't like how management has treated players in Vegas. How they treated Flurry, I think, was inappropriate, and how they treated Robin Leonard, I think, was inappropriate. Here's and the thing: I, think I don't. Like that's not a good. I don't like it either. 
but they were able to win the Stanley Cup. No, so I mean, sure. I'm, I mean, I'm giving them props here. I mean, sure, they had a good team. I'm not saying they don't have a good team or management did and a bad were, job assembling yeah. the team. I'm saying you tell a player like Flurry what you're going to do, right? At just how they treated Flurry and Leonard, especially how they treated Robin Leonard as a person, I think was not right. Just like I have a problem with Vancouver and how they treated Bruce Boudreaux. Oh, yes. I did not like how they treated him either. Um, obviously, Vegas did win the cup. And Sam, I mean, how they win the cup, you know, you know what they did? They went out and they made big trades. So maybe Carolina can learn a lesson there. <laughs> Hopefully can. Well, they have an owner who allows their general manager to do his job. Our owner does not, so... You know. Yes, I, I strongly agree with that. Uh, but now we're going to go on to some uh, hurricane news. And Sam, I think this is a fun topic um, to have. We'll talk probably a little bit about this in the Boston game. But the Hurricanes host their mom's trip for the first time since 2018. Long time, but I'm happy they do stuff like this. It helps build culture on the team. And obviously, in that Boston game, all the moms, you can tell, were really happy. Especially Jordan Martin. Especially Jordan Martin's mom. mom. <laughs> yeah, she had a good time. That was fun to watch. Apparently, Boston fans were crying and whining that they kept cutting to the Hurricanes' moms. And I'm like, grow up, dudes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Boston's just the worst. They're just the worst fan base in the National Hockey League. And that's just reality. They, they, they have the worst announcer in the National Hockey League. They have one of the worst, most disgusting players in the National Hockey League. You don't lick people. Uh, and the rat, so, you know, it's whatever, but no shock. And for those who don't know, when the player that Sam is referring to when he calls the player rat is Brad Marchand, who unfortunately scored two goals against us. I don't us. care, we won. Yes, we did. That is the most important thing, and to me that made up for the Minnesota game. Um, next piece of news, too, Sam, obviously um, a key player is out. I just want mentioned this Sveshnikov upper body injury. I think we're all expecting right now with one game, one or two games left before the all-star break that by the end of the all-star break that he is back to being healthy. I don't think we expect him to be back um, till after. Yeah, I don't think so either. And that's fine. Let him get healthy. Yes. Same here. And same with Kachekov too. Yeah. Let him get healthy. There's no need. Yeah, there really isn't. Uh, so that is all for Hurricanes news. Uh, but before we get to the games, here is a word from our sponsor. We know hockey games move fast, but with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, you can score faster than anything happening on the ice. This week, new customers can bet 5 bucks and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app with code THPN. New customers bet just 5 bucks on the NHL and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boo Hill Casino and Resort, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. NHL and the NHL Shield are registered trademarks of the National Hockey League. Copyright NHL 24. All rights reserved. Okay, Sam, the first game, which is a great win against Boston. This made up to for me the Minnesota game, like I stated before. Um, Sam, I thought this was one of the most hardworking games that Carolina has played uh, throughout um, the regular season. And obviously, I I mean, if you had doubts about this game, which I... I don't blame you because I probably had some doubts. Obviously, I like to call myself uh, as saying I'm cautiously optimistic about the Hurricanes. But um, there were, I mean, some concerns going into this Boston game. Um, I mean, people are some Canes fans are probably going to say because it's on national TV and you're facing against one of the top teams in the NHL. Yeah, you're going to be a little bit nervous. But Sam, Hurricane started out great. And Sam, man, Martin Neshes. And I would say that whole line was probably the best line, I thought, against Boston. But especially Neshes. He has been playing great. Uh, what are some of your thoughts on Neshes? I wish this Marty Neshes played a little bit more regularly. I do too. He's a roller coaster of a player. If we can get this Marty Natchez on the regular, which is the Marty Natchez of last season, when he gets re-signed. Right? Yes, because I believe it's between him and Tara Vinan. And also have this thought too, Sam. I'm, I'm just thinking about this. If they really want to sign, re-sign both of those players, could we see a player like KK getting traded? No. Well, maybe, but... Terravine and Natchez don't replace KK. You still need a second line center, so you, that money still. Yes, needs you to go. do. That, that money needs to go to a center. But I think here, here's here's the thing, though. Um, I think because he's been playing so well, do you think sometime in his f- future development, or I would say his potential, Jack Jury? No. You think he could no. be possibly no. a second line center? No. Mm-mm. No. Really? No. 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 Even if, of him playing this good, no third third scoring line is ideal for him. Not he's not a no, absolutely not. Interesting. I mean, I I I, I mean, I could say he's probably a third line player because he's not a flashy player. Um, but I I mean, having him on a third line, I think is pretty good. Have him with, I, but that line. Natchez, Drury Nation, Nason, they've been honestly just been playing fantastic. And Sam, another thing too about this Boston game, I actually thought the fourth line, the KK line, was actually getting pretty good chances. I thought KK had a couple of chances uh, during that Boston game where he could have scored. 
what do you think? Do you think that fourth line played probably a little bit better during the Boston game? Fourth line, KK's line? Yeah, KK's line. Yeah, I thought so. I thought KK had a couple good opportunities. In fact, I'm going to predict now, I think KK gets on the board tonight against New Jersey. Really? I think he gets on the board. I think tonight's the night he finally, he, he does something, and I think he does something great. I hope so, because I think if he gets his, cough, his confidence in a scoring touch back up, I think I think we really could see that KK that we saw at the beginning of this season. Again, he is still a young player, so obviously confidence is probably going to be more wavering on a younger player than it would on a veteran like a Stahl, like a Martinuk, like a Nason. So we'll see how that works for KK. Um, another player that I thought played really good too, um, he obviously got the second goal, was Taravainen. Mm-hmm. Gissing assist from Travis Anajo. Um, that was not an easy goal. He was tied no. to a Boston player. Taravainen's right got there. more than enough skill. He's probably one of the highest skilled players on the team. He just doesn't always utilize that skill. And he definitely doesn't utilize his shot like he should. He's got probably the best shot on the team. But I'll tell you right now, even though that was a great goal, Martin Nook's game winner was a great goal. The best player on the ice tonight was Spencer Martin. Wow, was he excellent tonight. Oh, yeah. I thought, I mean, just his play alone tonight probably rivals of one of Kachekov's great games, like the game at Ottawa, if you remember. Yeah, no, look, he, like just, he was dialed in. They threw him in against Boston. Look, I throw him. I, I let him play. I, I I don't know how you can't let him play against Arizona. True. I mean, I was thinking that too. especially if Ronta has a bad game tonight against the Devils, which is possible. Again, you just don't know with Ronta. But if Ronta has another bad game, or I would say if Ronta does have a bad game against New Jersey and we lose, oh, then you go to you Martin. put Martin in against Arizona. Absolutely. Now. For the record, I mean, tonight's the start of another five-game home and stand with obviously the All-Star week week being in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, let's just kind of predict the future a little bit here. What do you think? I mean, we haven't really been dominant uh, at home yet this season. What do you, I mean, obviously it's New Jersey, Colorado, Vancouver, and then at the end, New Was Jersey. five? Five. Five games, right? Five so, games, yes. So that's ten points. I'll take six. You, you, okay, so you beat three New Jersey. Wins. You beat New Jersey twice. And you beat either Colorado. You beat well Because New Jersey, Arizona, Colorado, Vancouver, New Jersey again. That's five. So you beat New Jersey twice, you beat Arizona. If you lose to Colorado and Vancouver, I understand. Yeah, because those are tough, very tough teams, especially Vancouver. I think be, they have a better chance against Colorado than Vancouver, you, I would say, because they are playing out of the moon. I want four points from New Jersey. Flat out, won four points. If you lose one of those games, and you need to beat either Colorado or Vancouver to make up for it. Yes, yeah, so in New Jersey, they're struggling right now. Yeah, their so, goaltending is really bad. Yep, uh, Their defense is... Isn't really that good. The only that thing game. that they have to show for something is their offense. That's Jack Hughes. At, that's kind of the face of New Jersey. Yes. Basically. Yep. If you can lock down Jack Hughes, and since we're playing them at home, I mean, 
I guess what the stall line is going up against Hughes, or do you Probably. have the Ajo line? Um, because you can't I play do, KK or Jury's line. I do stall with Shea and Pesci, and then I do Slavin and Burns and Ajo against the second line of New Jersey. Okay, all right. So, so you really want to eliminate that Jack Hughes line with the stall? That's really all they have. So yeah, why not? Yeah. I think it's Jack Hughes, Tyler Toffoli, and another player. Yeah. Is it team? Could be maybe Timo Meyer, Jesper Bratt. I know. I think it might be Jesper Bratt. Yeah. I mean, it's a good line. They just haven't played right this year. But the real, their real Achilles' heel is not that they can't score; is that they aren't getting. You know, it's the problem that Carolina had at the beginning of the year. We lost games six to five, and like seven to five, and you know, five to four, right? Where any most nights where we score four goals or winning that hockey game, it wasn't working out. And right now there's just zero defense for New Jersey and there's zero goaltending for New Jersey. So we're going to have to have a really good game. Yes. Uh, and I think we can win tonight. I, I think we should win tonight. If you can win against Boston, then you should be able to win However, against New Jersey. I would take a point against the Devils. Only because it's a back-to-back, and it's the second half of a back-to-back, and Carolina recently has not done well at home on the second half of back-to-backs. I can think of several instances where they've lost those. I believe St. Louis was one, and I believe Nashville was another, and you could just tell they were out of gas. So we'll see what happens, but I think Carolina can win. I think they're the better team. Oh, yeah, I do too. Um, And back to the Boston game, I do want to say one thing. Well, I think the headline out of that game was Spencer Martin. Um, I think to me there was one odd thing. And Sam, I remember you were really not happy about this. You're up to nothing in the second period. Brenda Moore makes a line cha- makes a change in the lines. He puts Marnuk up with Aho and Teravine and puts Bunting with, I think, Stahl. Um, I'm not a big fan of that, especially when you are winning a game. Now, if you're losing, okay, off, all bets are off. But, I mean, obviously, Martinuk being placed on the fourth line is a debate among Hurricanes fans. I don't like it. Personally, I don't. I mean, it worked out, so we're kind of arguing this point. For yeah, the I, know, position I, know, of I know. I know it worked out. <laughs> on average, I think it's the wrong move. Um and one of my one of my continuous criticisms of the coach, um, I just think you can get energy from a player who's skillful. If you want someone with a lot of energy, why don't you put Jarvis on the first line? He gives you energy too. So it's like okay, you get a lot. Or Jesper, I put Jesper Foss on that first line. Yeah, because Martin just doesn't have that skill. I mean, he got a very good goal, but it was a leaky goal, and the goalie should have had it for sure. Exactly. I was about to say that. It's to me. I thought he kind of got lucky because, and you can tell how Omar Omar. reacted. He knew he should have had it, and and, yeah, it leaked through. Um, If that was Ranta letting that in, or Kochekov or Martin, we'd be upset. So. Yeah, I mean, it's one that Omar probably should have had, and he probably wants back. If you would talk to him about it, he would say it was on him, even though it was a breakaway. But uh, Martinick didn't play it right, right? He said he was going five-hole, or he was trying to go glove-side low, or glove-side high, and he didn't quite get much on it, which just shows the, the skill's not there. But, I mean, he, he scored, and 
credit for it and awesome. His mom loved it, which was even better. Oh, I loved it. His mom was like screaming. His and if you haven't so seen happy. it yet, Martin Nook and his mama did an interview after the game too. On I didn't TV. see that. It's what was all, that it's like? on Twitter all over the place. It is good. It was fun. Martin Nook got a little choked up talking about how much he loves his mom and how important she is to him. So that was pretty cool, but I loved it. It was a good mom's trip. Um, they played good for the moms. They didn't want to lose. So I thought that was a good motive. I, I, I thought the mom's trip a little bit motivated the players yeah i think so too and hey listen i'd be motivated to win if my mom was i think most in the standings because i love my mom and you love your mom too Mm -hmm. i consider them a blessing absolutely even though at moments i'm just kidding (laughs) careful sam your dad listens to this podcast (laughs) i know (laughs) well trust me i love my mom but uh yeah great win and now we're going to watch it the new jersey game yeah Let's go watch New Jersey and Carolina. Let's do it. Wow, Sam. That New Jersey game, uh, that was a great win. Um, honestly, I thought once we kind of hit three goals, um, I thought we were going to win, and we did. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the first line was really good, and it showed. Ajo scored within 90 seconds in the first period, makes it one to nothing from Tara Vinen and Slavin. Then second period, Sam, power play still is pretty hot. Tara Vinen scores um, within third. three seconds. We're third in the league, right, on the power play? Yeah, we're like third in the league, which is crazy. I love it. What would be top five? I I, I know. It's Especially crazy. going into the playoffs. I know. That'd be awesome if both our power play and our penalty kill, which we're mostly known for, mm-hmm. um, are on fire heading into the playoffs. That'd be a huge advantage. Yes. And then you have Jordan Stahl with a tip from Shea and Jarvis. Now, Sam, um, that goal was actually challenged by Lindy Ruff. And that, I mean, I agree with you with what you said during that game. I, I mean, New Jersey had a lot of time there. They should have been charged with a delay game penalty, regardless of the outcome, because what they did was delay the game. They delayed the time. They switched the goaltender. Then they challenged that it should be if you're going to change your goalie, you have to decide if you want to challenge before the goaltending change is done. So, yeah, I have a problem with them challenging it and how long it took for them to make that decision. Uh, definitely delay game should have been a penalty for sure. Cause yeah. that, that was a tactic. That was a delay game tactic. Yeah, because so what was happening is that um, Nico Dawes was coming out and you have uh, Vanacek coming in. New Jersey really used that to their advantage. I didn't like it. Because what's the point? If you think the goal shouldn't count, then you're not going to take the goalie out. So it's like, well, really? You know, that doesn't make a lot of sense. So I didn't think it made, you know, it was a a delay tactic, and I don't like that. Yeah, I didn't like that, too. They had too much time. Sure as heck wouldn't give Rod that opportunity. No, I don't think they would either. But, hey, the goal counted. Uh, they challenged for the high stick, and I agree with the officials. I really do. I didn't think there was any concrete evidence no. that Jarvis high sticked the puck. None at all. It was a good goal. should have been a good goal. And like I said on Twitter, regardless of the outcome, I didn't think they should have been allowed to challenge. Yes, I don't think they should have either. Now, third period, Sam. Um, obviously, you have New Jersey scoring two goals, Dowling uh, scores. And I just want to say this. I didn't say the word shutout, 
Okay, I didn't say <laughs> you it. You said the word shut, and you were thinking it. You were thunking it. You, you had it in I your brain. But I didn't say the word. But since you thought about it, that's what happened. No. So you shouldn't uh-uh. have been pretending like no. you were going to uh-uh. say the word, uh-uh. and that's why they scored. No. Uh-uh. uh-uh. If you I think am, about it too much, and I you pretend innocent. to say it too I'm much. I'm innocent. I'm innocent. <laughs> you're saying <laughs> fake news. Just yes, fake, fake news. Fake news. <laughs> Uh, but New Jersey scores makes it th- three to one, and then like the final two three seconds, uh, it's yes for Brad that scores. Um, doesn't matter. I mean, it doesn't matter. I don't like how Natchez just blindly kind of tried to uh, push that book all the way to the other end of the zone. Um, but I mean, it doesn't matter. Hurricanes were going to win three to two. Hurricanes win, and Sam. Um, Another thing, too, um, I was really happy to see Ajo playing very well in this game. I didn't think he played that good against Boston, uh, but Ajo playing very good. I think Tara Vinan's on fire. Um, I, I mean, even though Netris didn't get a point, I think our biggest hope in Netris is that um, he keeps playing like he did against Boston, against Minnesota. So uh, I hope that he continues to play on a – very good pace, and we can tell when Natchez is going. It's it's the wheels. If his wheels are running, he's he's going. So that's the biggest thing with Natchez. And another thing too, Sam, which was interesting. Apparently, um, Lindy Ruff got hit by the puck. Yeah. <laughs> and apparently, it was Travis Green. And if you remember, Travis Green was the head coach of Vancouver. So I um I mean, obviously Lindy Ruff. I'm not gonna say that he's a bad person or anything uh so i mean i hope he's okay yeah well, it looked like he got a concussion so hopefully he's fine that's not ever you saw him kind of like not simultaneously blinking his eyes and it's like oh, <laughs> you are probably concussed sir so yeah that was a good thing they caught it so it looked pretty clear that he was concussed he was very clearly dazed i mean he got hit in the head with a frozen disc of rubber yeah, so, yeah, you're probably concussed. So, it's uh, hopefully he's fine. Yes, I, I I'm hope I'm he hoping he's fine initially, too. So I'm sure he'll be okay. But yeah, he probably got a concussion. Yeah, he probably did. Um, and obviously, Sam, I just want to just say, I I mean, this mom's trip was amazing, and we really saw. Um, I honestly, I think probably one of the best moments of the season. When we after we won this game, because the the surge involved mm-hmm. the moms on the ice, yep. I thought that was so awesome. It was awesome to have all the moms on the ice to do the surge with them, and Auntie Ranch's mom got to sit with him on the bench for the three stars interview because he was the first star tonight. Well deserved third first star too, by the way. And the fans were chanting Ranta's name. His mom clearly looked emotional with it. I mean, Ranta rightfully has been criticized by the way for his play for the first part of the season he was waived he came back up he won i believe his first game back and he's been pretty he's been serviceable and serviceable to very good since he's been back so good for ronta he looked like he got shaken up a bit in this game so i like, know oh. i was hoping he was okay here's the question though and we'll end with this do you start martin Saturday yeah. against Arizona. I, I say you do because it's the last game before the All Star weekend. I say you do. You start Martin because he's the healthiest of the three goaltenders, um, and you give them you give you give Ronta, Kachekov, 
I don't even put Svechnikov back in the lineup no, against uh, the Coyotes. If you can go today and there's a thought that he's even tweaked anything, it makes more sense to go ahead and give him. Because right now you're going to. Because this isn't the All Star break that's coming up. This is their bye. Then it's All Star weekend. So their bye is first, then All Star weekend. I just combine them together. Just basically put an All Star week. But they get to so, go on vacation. Yeah. They get to go enjoy themselves. Just like everybody deserves a vacation. They're going to yes, go get they one. do. Go enjoy yourselves. Go put hockey a little bit behind you for a little while. You made it halfway through the season. Go rest. Get recovered for Svetch, for um, go Chekhov, for Ranta. Go ahead. Make sure you're healthy. I give Ranta the night off. He had a very good game. I can see them going back to Ranta if he is healthy. But just because he looked like he got banged up, I think for the given we have a nice long like week plus weekend off, Go ahead and give all the guys that might even be a little banged up. If you know, if you have a defenseman who's a little banged up, take them out. You can put Tony D'Angelo in. It is against the, it is against you know Arizona. Coyotes. So and they're know. not a pushover team, but they're not a world no. beater like Boston. No, or the potential deadliness offensively like New Jersey. But my opinion is like any of any of our defensemen are a little bit banged up. Any of them can be replaced, except for Jacob Slavin. So Slavin, if he's healthy, plays. Anyone else, if they're banged up, let them have off. You can throw Tony in, and then they get that extra day. To, they get some extra couple days to just go kind of take off and, and breathe. Yes. This is a good opportunity to allow some folks to a, a chance to have off. Yes, it definitely is. And for Monday's episode, we're going to be having a return to guest. Yes. And that's probably going to be in an episode just in of itself. Should we announce that guest? I think we should announce that guest because it's cool. It's exciting. Yes, go ahead. You want we to We are it? having everyone's favorite PA announcer, Wade Mentor, back on the podcast. Um, we're excited to talk with him and chat with him about the Carolina Hurricanes and just about him as him as a person. Again, he's awesome. He's always fun to talk to. Great guy to chat with on the concourse at the arena. He'll always say hi um, to all the fans, and we can't wait to chat with him, Sam, this Sunday. Yes, definitely. And we probably aren't going to have any new segment because with it being a bye week, I doubt there's going to be any movement. All that stuff. So that's probably just going to be an episode of in of itself. So yep. just to give you a little bit of a taste for um, what our episodes are going to be like for the uh, bye week. So we will see you guys Monday. Thanks for listening to the Kaniac Report. Be sure to subscribe wherever you heard this podcast so you never miss a future episode. Can't get enough of the Kaniac Report? For more content or to connect with the Sams, check them out on Instagram and Twitter at The Kaniac Report. We'll see you next time.